Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up? And welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy, DJ Billy A. Still, unfortunately, a FaceTime call away. And all the way in Series California, A, is my main man who's getting ready to celebrate his birthday. Get on the mic and say, hey. Oh, man. Get the fuck up Savage says get the fuck up Throw your hands in the sky Billy's in the back sipping white claws What's up? Girls, give me them fitties Yeah, I said it, give me them fitties Series gritty, city committee Pity the fool that act shitty In the mix of the calm, the witty Y'all know the name, Savage O'Malley ain't a damn thing changed. What's up, y'all? That's it, that's all I got. Oh, no, that was amazing. You don't need to, we can just, hey, that's it, episode done. That's all right, guys, thanks for checking in. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, uh, Bill's off the, uh, the schneid. Yeah, yeah. No, that was incredible, man. I have not heard that song. Pharaoh Mods, right? Mm-hmm. Simon Says? Mm-hmm. Man, Billy's in the back sipping White Claws. What's up? Yeah, that, that, there you go, right there. Although it'd be a truly, but yes, I, I feel you. Other than that, I'm girls, give me them fitties. Yeah. <laughs> Series city gritty committee pity the fool that. Yes, it's funny that you picked that song today because I was scrolling through Instagram, uh, and Rock the Bells, the 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 radio station that LL Cool J curates for. Uh, for Shady, Shade 4-5, Sirius XM, uh, they listed their top 10 most underrated hip-hop albums. And that one was very high. I don't remember if it was number two, number three, number four. It was in the top five, for sure. Pharaoh Monch. Uh, and I guess that album was not available to stream for a long time. And the main reason was they couldn't clear that sample. Whatever that sample is for that track, mm-hmm. they couldn't clear it. They couldn't clear it. And that beat has always just been like, when you think of amazing hip-hop beats, man, that song was crazy. And Pharaoh Mods just, that was when Rockus Records was just banging with Most Def and Talib Kweli and Look, bro, just picture this for me. Can I take you down a little trip real quick? You can, please. All right, here you go. Ready? Ready. All right, we're heading to the, we're heading to the top of the ninth. Giants up three to two in this huge game. Right. They're going to bring in their closer, Scott Bittner. Here he comes from the bullpen. Yes. Crowd starts to... Oh, here he comes, right? Here he comes. Door opens right now. About ready to run out. 
But I don't show yet. I don't show yet because this is a show. Right. You know when I show, right? Right now. Get the fuck up. Simon says, get the fuck up. Throw your hands in the sky. Weezes in the back, sipping yak, y'all. Crowd's going crazy, dude. I can see it now. The big nasty enters the field to do some damage, baby. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. But no, that's a that's a great track. I you know, hadn't thought it's crazy how things all line up like that, man. I have not thought about that song in forever. And I can't literally this morning came across that scrolling through Instagram and you just happened to choose that song tonight to kick the show off with. So crazy, what you're man. saying is I just blew your mind. You absolutely blew my mind. Karma mm. is insane, man. It's uh, I don't. It, is that fall under karma? That might not be karma. I don't know if that was karma or not, or it's just uh, the stars aligned, magic happened. I don't know what you want to call it. But that's pretty crazy, man. Great tune, man. Great way to kick off the show. Oh, have and you thank formally, you. Have you formally introduced yourself yet? Uh, Savage right. O'Malley ain't a damn thing changed. Yes, there you go. That's right. It was in the lyrics. That's yeah, right. Yeah. My bad. You're too so busy up, sipping man? White Claws in the back. What's up? I am. Well, you know, I'm a lightweight. A couple of White Claws do me in, man. Uh, um, look, man, it, it happens, man. We get a little older, you can't, you can't take as much. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I never could. So, yeah, as, as I get is. older, it ain't, it ain't getting any better. So, um, why don't, before we really get started, uh, why don't we address the, uh, the elephant in the room? I am Okay, still... it's my birthday. You're right. Yes. Well, that's true. We could go there first tomorrow. You did mention it, yes. I did mention that it was all the way in Ciray's Say Happy Birthday to my man Savage O'Malley. That's right. Tomorrow is the big day, right? And then I came in like a beast. You did. It was perfect. I, I'm glad I, I said it because it... It, it rolled right into the birthday intro. I dug it. Man. Yes, sir. Tomorrow is the magical day. Tomorrow. The, uh, the official start to the holiday season. Yes, that's right. We talked about that last week. So, I mean, a Tuesday, though. That's tough, man. Not a lot yeah. of celebrating going on on a Tuesday evening. Let right? me just tell you something, man. Look, first of all, the uh, the Holy Spirit of happiness is is around you, regardless of what day it is. Right. And so when you bring a lot of positive energy to the game, which I try to do on a, on a daily basis, sure. uh, you, you know, you can uh, you can uh, extract some joy from any day. So well, there you go. There you go. Uh, except for Monday. Fuck Mondays, man. That's, <laughs> that's horse shit. Other than that, though. Other than that, let's let's just have a good old a, a gay old time. Well, you know, if you got to have a birthday, why not brighten up a, a, one of the more boring days of the week? Because the beautiful hey. thing about a birthday anyway is most of the time, whatever day it falls on, it's going to – a lot of people I know, the, their birthday is a month. You know, they start celebrating like, oh, so-and-so wants to get together and have lunch. Somebody else wants to grab dinner. Somebody else wants to grab drinks. Somebody else wants to see you two weeks later and get together and go do something and give you their gift. And it just extends and the party just continues and continues and continues. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen to me. Nah. But, uh, but it, I have known it to happen and happened to other people. It has happened to me in the past, just not not this year. Well, this year is a little different for everybody. It's been. If insane. you're like, hey, man, I'm special. I want a month. Pretty much everyone's going to tell you to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, I'm tired. I don't happens, got time for that, dude. It just happens to work out that way. If you've got a lot of good, close friends and family and they all want to see you, when schedules conflict and things get crazy, you end up celebrating like two or three times sometimes. And it's, I'm okay with that. It's I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Tomorrow I have birthday plan, lunch plans with somebody. Right. You got lunch and plans tomorrow. I, okay. I do. And several people were like, what are you doing for lunch? What are you doing for lunch? And I was like... Maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday. You know what I mean? Just because right, right, right. I have plans, and then you got limited time, and I'm still working, so like I don't, I can't just be like I don't have my old job, so I can't be like, all right, man, I'm going to lunch. Be back in four hours. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, uh, I will. I I'll tell you this. My um, I got my first birthday present to myself, and nice. that is, I finished my two month training. Oh, congratulations. Man. Last That's Friday awesome. was my last day. I finished the two-month uh, coursework. It was 28 courses, uh, which is a lot while you're working yeah. uh, along along the way. So right. uh, it was a, it was a nice – when I saw that and I was like, man, this is going to be all of September and all of October, I was like, this is going to be my birthday present. I'm going to be done. And then that first week back is my birthday week. So, like, happy birthday to me. Everything went well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so happy birthday to me. 
knocked it out. Now I get back to just regular work. Right, right. Yeah, just no do your job now. Them. That's right, that's right. No more excuses. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, not uh, that you work. No, no, no. About it. But anyway, yeah, so yeah. that's good. Yes, thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, as, 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 a, as a young, talented Vince Vaughn said in Get Shorty, I think Get Shorty? Uh, what's, what's the second one after Get Shorty? Uh, it, yeah, he's in the sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah, not Get Shorty, the second one. It's get shorter. I, I really don't remember. It's That's not, not get it. shorter. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's anyway. Story. Whatever that movie is, as uh, of course, Ro- The Rock plays a a gay, a gay, a gay uh, Polynesian hitman. Gay I will Polynesian never forget hitman. that. As long as I and and Vince Vaughn plays the stereotypical white guy who wants to be black. Like he plays a pimp. Time, he is a pimp, but he also his whole the way he talks like. Be leasy, measy. He's always throwing the easies and the measies on the end of everything. So, as that young Vince Vaughn once said, twinkle, twinkle, baby. Yes. Twinkle, twinkle. That is what it is. Damn it. What is the name of that movie? That's going to bother the shit out of me now. It wasn't a bad sequel either. It was entertaining. I'm not going to lie. It would get shorter. Yeah. I mean, it had uh, an all-star cast. They brought, like, everybody. Like, I think Danny DeVito's in that one. Um, geez, it was an incredible cast, and that's gonna be I cool. Remember, be cool, get shorty, be cool. That's right. And this time, it was him trying to get into the music industry. It wasn't about him trying to get into the movies like the first one. It, it had all to do with the music industry. Just, so just like Aerosmith was in it, and like a lot of like music. It's short, art. sixteen years ago. Was that movie sixteen years ago? Holy shit! Oh five, baby. I oh, remember I one of the funnier things in that is he. Uh, Travolta's character wants a, a rental car, and somehow they shaft him with a uh, a Prius, and he tries to cool it up. He comes up with all these excuses to like make people believe that it's really what he wanted and that he thinks it's dope, but he's like so embarrassed the whole time. I just remember thinking that was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, man, now for the other elephant in the room. This acting shit got you acting crazy, man. What's up? You know I love you, man. Come on, man. E-Weezy. Come That's on, baby. E-Weezy. Come on, baby. E-Weezy. Come on, clown it, baby. You know I'll clown it. Turn around, because you know I clown it. Come on, players. Stop hating. Stop hating. Stop participating. Stop participating, star. Come on, twinkle, twinkle, baby. Twinkle, twinkle. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> That's the That's the scene I visually... Easy, easy, come on, baby, come on, baby, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, you really didn't like him in that movie, like, uh, Vince Vaughn is normally a very likable guy, and it was interesting that he played this character that, like, you just wanted him to go, Mm -hmm. for me, anyway, and that movie had, like, Andre 3000 in it, Cedric the Entertainer, I mean, the list just went, like I said, the list just went on and on, the cast was crazy, I just remember Andre 3000, they had him playing like a real gangster dude. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he's sipping tea with his pinky out, and Cedric just goes off, gangsters don't drink like that. Gangsters don't sip tea with their pinkies out. We don't do that. Like, he starts flipping out on him. That's my gangster. But yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> so now there's two things I didn't think we would be talking about today. Pharaoh Monch and now Get Shorty sequel. I had no idea we'd go there today. That's the beauty of the podcast. And, Who knew? And here we are. Yes, here we are. So again, I will uh, let me say that. What was I saying? Oh, the elephant in the room. Yes, elefante. Why? Uh, why am I coming again? Last week, I promised that we would be back in the studio. We would be back to normal, and I would be no longer coming to you live via the uh, iPhone, the FaceTime. Well, you kind of jinxed me last week, my dude. You said, "Hey, Bill." Stay away from the COVID area. Stay away from COVID. Well, I got COVID. I am home quarantined until uh, I think I'll be off quarantine Sunday. So I uh, let's see when when did we record last? We recorded last Monday, right? Or was it Tuesday? Uh, Monday. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was last. I think we did did a Monday. Last Monday night we recorded. 
uh, Wednesday morning, I started having a light cough. I thought it was allergies. Whenever the seasons shift and we go from like 80 degree weather and then we start getting a little rain and a little wind, I'll get the sinus pressure and I'll sneeze and cough. Changing of the seasons. It was just a very light cough. No big deal. I go to bed Wednesday night and I lay down and the cough starts to keep me awake. I can't sleep. So I run to the gas station to get some NyQuil, take that, sleep on the couch because I don't want to keep my wife up. You know, it's when you're shaking the bed, coughing all night long. Well, I don't sleep well that night. So I stay home Thursday and I work from home. Then in comes this like sinus pressure, like that I've never felt. Like felt like somebody had a vice grip on my head, just squeezing it. So, you know, I'm taking DayQuil now, I'm taking ibuprofen, uh, and it just starts to get worse, you know? Coughing, the, the sinus pressure, and then I start, Thursday night, I start running a low-grade fever, like 99, 100. All right, so then Friday comes, and it's just, I got zero energy. I can't, I don't, I don't even want to get up off the couch. Um, I'm getting the chills, you know, I'm cold. And then when I take the ibuprofen, I start sweating. I'm hot. You know, I'm, I'm just miserable. So then I call my boss and I go, hey, look, I don't know what the protocol is. I'm sick. I've already had two took COVID tests this month that were negative. Plus, I took two home tests that were negative. So I've had four COVID tests this month already. I said, but I'm sick. I said, look, I don't think it's COVID. I just had a neg- couple negative tests, one, one at home, one at the doctor. But what should I do? And he said, yeah, really, if you're not feeling well, if you've got a fever, you should get checked out just before you come back to the office. All right. So I get my ass in the car. I'm feeling like garbage. I drive myself down to Folsom. That was hard. Dude, that's when you know you're exhausted, when you don't even want to drive, man. I was just wore out. Take a couple ibuprofen. I get down there. I feel a little better when the ibuprofen kicks in. Get my test. Get home. I really don't think much of it. I figure it's going to come back negative. You know, I just, you know, it's cold and flu season. I hadn't gotten my flu shot yet because things have been so crazy. So I probably got a bad cold or the flu. I can't have COVID, right? So all of a sudden I get a text. I, I did my test at Friday at 4.30. Every other COVID test I've gotten, it's taken a full two days to get my results. So I do it Friday at 2.30. Saturday afternoon, I get a text from the California Health Department. This is, hey, we were just notified of your COVID test. If you have any questions, click this link and we can help you. Now, that's fucking weird. I've done two COVID tests and never gotten this text before. And then I went, oh, shit. And I went to my email. I said, there's no way. I go to my email and there's an email from Kaiser Permanente. That's my hospital. And I went, oh, shit. They've never gotten back to me in 24 hours. I got COVID. I know I do. This text from the California Health Department and now this 24-hour immediate response, I got it. So I opened the email, but I already know. Boom, you're positive for the COVID SARS virus. Uh, please quarantine for 10 from 10 days that you've had the symptoms or until you feel, you know, and if 10 days later, if you still got a fever, if you're still feeling bad, don't leave the house. So then, you know, I got to do the phone calls. I got to call my parents because I saw them on Sunday. And, oh, man, that's horrible. And my wife is out of town visiting with people. I got to call her and let her know she's, you know, out and about. She's got to come back. Um, you know, my parents, my dad's got a lot of health issues. So I'm like, shit, I saw him Sunday. I hugged him. My dad's triple vaccinated. He got the booster and then got the triple booster. Uh, so, and they figure... If my symptoms started Wednesday, I was probably contagious Monday. So I saw him on Sunday. So I'm praying, praying that that's the case. Um, But yeah, so I had to let everybody at my office know, my wife, my mom and dad. Luckily, I haven't been around too many people. Uh, But man, dude, you know what I started thinking about? Fuck. What about Monday when I went to the gas station and ran and grabbed soda? Or Friday when I went and picked up a pizza because I didn't feel like cooking, uh, you know. And and then I, I ran over to the market to get something for the dog for because he needed dog food. Like, shit, dude, you know. I didn't know, you know. It's awful. You start thinking about all that stuff and you start feeling guilty because it's like, holy shit, if I was contagious from Monday on and I didn't know till Saturday at the end of the day, 
fuck, you know? So yeah, you, you, that's the thoughts that start running through my head. It's like, yeah, I feel bad, but I'll get better. But what about all those people who could have, you know, you know, hopefully not. You're only in contact with somebody. They say you got to be in contact with them for like close proximity for like 15 minutes. So hopefully those people that I like came in brief contact with and passing don't get it. But those are the thoughts that start running through your head, dude. So yeah, this started Wednesday and I was really rough. Uh, Today is Monday now, and I'm feeling today's the first day that I'm starting to feel back to normal. Yesterday, Sunday, I literally woke up in the morning, ate breakfast, went back to sleep. Woke up, watched a little TV show, went back to sleep. Woke up again, watched a little more TV, and then went to bed around 9.30 and then slept till like 7 today. And woke up and started to feel myself again. But, uh... Yeah, last thing I expected to happen, man. So if I sound a little hoarse or a little congested, that's why I'm, I'm at the tail end of COVID. But now I just got to ride it out. Today is uh, Monday night, but I have to stay quarantined from 10 days when I started feeling like shit. So that was last Wednesday. So I've got to go through all this week and the weekend before I can say I can go back outside and not make people sick. So... Yeah, crazy, man. Last thing I expected, but, you know, shit happens. I guess, you know, um, things are opening back up. You know, this is what's going to happen. Bill. Yes, sir. DJ Billy A. Yes, sir. Bill Bill DeVoe. <laughs> one of my favorites. B-I-L-L Cool J. Thank you. I was just going to say, don't forget that one because that's my favorite. B-I-L-L Cool J. Thank you. A.K.A. Rona Willie. Listen. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Rona Willie. I like you it. said right. I jinxed you. What did <laughs> I say to you? Steer clear. Stay stay out of any COVID areas. I don't think I jinxed you. I think you didn't listen. <laughs> it could be. I'm out here trying to help the people. Yes. Don't go into the Rona pool. Right. And you was like, let me get some pizza. Let me get the soda. Let me go over here. Swimming like breaststroking through the Rona and I own. Well, I or Folsom. I picked up the pizza to go and took it back to the house. You know, the, the sodas at the gas station. But I figure where the thing that the CDC said, well, the, not the CDC, the Department of Health, in their text, one of the questions they asked was, you know, have you been around somebody with COVID recently? And I said, no. They said, have you been around someone with COVID in the last 14 days and I said yes and then I thought back Max had it we were at that concert Sunday he tested Monday got his results on a Thursday and I went and immediately got tested on a Friday and it was negative but we don't know that much about COVID yet man I could have been you know who knows what the incubation period is or how it works so Max and I went to that concert he at that point probably already had it because he tested positive on the Monday after the concert. Um, so I could have picked it up from him. It could have been incubating in me or whatever. I don't know what the proper terminology is, you know. The Let's go with incubate. Incubation period, you know. Um, it could have just taken, literally taken that long. The concert was the 10th. I then tested on the 15th, negative. I then on the 16th or the 17th took a home test just to be doubly safe and that was negative and then tested positive uh yesterday or friday so i mean it's crazy man uh, they don't really know that's the thing no one knows no one really understands the way it works scientists and doctors are still just trying to figure this shit out the same way we are uh and there's no i don't think there's really a rhyme or reason to it they're just guessing it's their best guess well all jokes aside, I am glad that you found out and you're quarantining and not putting others at risk. And I'm glad that you are, although uh, the, you had a couple rough days, you're feeling a little bit better enough to record a podcast. So that's something. I am. Oh, today is like night and day compared to the last couple of days. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have a cold now. Yesterday, I felt like somebody was knocking me on my ass. So it's a, it's a, yeah. Big, big difference. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I am feeling much better. Absolutely. The biggest bummer of the whole situation is I got a quarantine during my son's last football game. I, he didn't get to play in his last two games because of COVID. 
And now it's the big game, the final game of the season, Amador versus Argonaut. You and I both know that's the world to this county. That's the game that everybody wants to see. And that's Friday night, and I don't get off quarantine until Sunday. So that really sucks. I, uh, that's the most heartbreaking thing of all this. I can be sick. I can work from home. You know, there's not a lot I'm missing out on, but that's, uh, that hurts. That one hurts a little bit. That stings. Well, I am sorry that that's happening for you uh, and Max, um, but unfortunately, that's the world we live in right now. Yeah, that's part of it, man. I mean, and uh, you know, I'll just I'll let it. I gotta let him know. I haven't. I told him I had COVID, but I haven't reached out and told him that yet. So I gotta reach out and have a talk with him about that and just let him know. Hey, man, I'm sorry. He knows I want to be there. He ain't gonna take it personal or anything, but. It's yeah, okay, it Dad. Sucks, man. What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. it's okay. Yeah. He's I cool understand. With you. I covered yeah. once. Yes, he did. He certainly did. He's probably the guy who got gave it to me. So I mean, he's got to understand. Uh, yeah, he's got to. <clears throat> got to. Yeah, he has okay. got to. Anyway, so that's why I'm coming to you again via the FaceTime. Well, so here. let me just say this, Bill. Transition. Baby. That's enough Rona talk. I under yeah, it's been dominating our podcast for the last three weeks now. Getting a little sick of it, Bill. Yeah, I'm sick. sick. Of it <laughs> That's funny. Literally. Oh, literally. Uh, the Mount Westmore subwoofer track dropped, and you want to talk about it? It did drop, and we had uh, t- talked about how excited we were last week that we were finally getting a. Actually, after we recorded last week, it dropped at like midnight, right? Uh, 9 p.m. Uh, West nine. Coast time. Yeah, so it dropped at midnight on the east, 9 o'clock our time. So literally, we said in that podcast... Oh, there's your answer. Week. We recorded on Tuesday then. Okay, that's that's what it was. Right, right, right. We recorded Tuesday. We got off, finished the podcast, and like an hour later, I was bumping that track. Um, and, and prior to recording, you said to me, I think we're going to have drastically different takes on this. I did. I did say that. Um, so now, bum, 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 my interest yes. is peaked. Okay, nice. I like it. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, I want you to go first, sir. Okay, I will then. Because um, I really want to know if you're drastically wrong or we are more alike than you think. I like it. Um, yeah. So for But I am getting... I am oh, see right ahead. now like you can't see me so you would have already paused because I already had my Trump hands up I was like <laughs> but I am prepared right now to tell you wrong wrong all right I got you I got you I feel you <laughs> go ahead um, sir so let's start with the positives I absolutely love the beat I think it's very uh, I think it's very Bay Area it's got that Bay Area bump I think it was perfect for Too Short perfect for E40. Perfect for all the guys, really. That 808 slamming kick drum beat, that classic old school 808 thumping kick drum that every guy who had speakers in the back of their car that rattled their windows in 1991 or 1989 would have been playing this song. It was anyone rolling down the street in a red sidekick. Yes, in your Suzuki sidekick, or my homie Mike Ship had the Honda Prelude. Uh, God. So many people that I knew that had the homemade, they made their own speaker boxes, you know, to save money. They went and bought the big speakers, but like made the box in like woodshop class and would be driving by and you could literally hear it rattling the, uh, what do they call it? The hatchback would be rattling, dude. It was so loud. This track is like so reminiscent of that, like immediately takes me back. And then of course the four artists on the track are all artists I grew up with, you know? Too Short, Ice Cube, and E-40 have both been in the game since the late 80s, 87, 85, 86, Snoop Dogg, 92, right? So, I mean, these guys, we've grown up on these guys. And I think that that's probably, for me, the big problem. It isn't the beat for me. It's the lyrics. I, uh, I think in 1991, young DJ Billy A would have heard a line from Too Short like, I got more bass than baseball <laughs> and got her down on her knees begging for a facial and been like, yeah. But now I'm like, 
don't know, man. That's it's corny to me. Like it's not. I'm not offended. I don't want to cancel them or anything. It's not that. It's just I've heard you say things like that before, and I know you can do better. I know all these artists are capable of. I'll tell you right now. I thought E40 had the best verse, and he derailed right at the end with the. She got her legs up like a field goal pole, and her ass is soft like a Hawaiian roll. I just went, oh, 40, you were doing so good. Like, you, you, ah, you know, I don't. Snoop Dogg kicks off his lyric with big subwoofer bouncing like a trampoline. And I'm on the scene, you know, like, come on, man. Tr- bouncing like a trampoline? Like, I don't know. I've, like, I've heard that line. I've heard that reference to bouncing a million times. Like, Ice Cube. I don't want to hear from Ice Cube. Big subwoofer. Big titty hooker, TJ hooker, I'm in it like a booger. Like, I just, these guys are legends. These guys are goats. The best thing I can, the best analogy I think I can use for me why it doesn't work is picture like LeBron in his prime. He's probably still in his prime. Michael Jordan in his prime, right? He's got a wide open lane. He could go in for the hardcore slam dunk, or he could lay back for the easy, safe layup. And I felt like lyrically, all these guys gave us was the easy, safe layup. They gave us, they they took the easy route, the easy way out. And I wasn't impressed lyrically. I just wasn't. It was great to hear them all, but I hope this is not the best that this album has to offer because lyrically, I'm, I'm sorry. I've heard it before. I've heard it done before by them. I've heard it done better by the... If you're going to have lines where you talk about girls' titties and getting facials and, and just nastiness, you better be way more creative in the way you spit it, and the way you say it to make me go, damn! If I'm not going to go, damn, then it's just corny to me. And, that, and that's what a lot of these lyrics were, like, up in it like a booger, TJ Hooker. Like, I'm sorry, man. I'm just... Yeah, not impressed. You guys are legends. I thought they were all going to get together. And they were, you know, that's what they kept saying. We got in the studio and we were pushing each other's pen games. And we were telling each other, no, you could do better than that. Well, if you heard a line like, ass off as Hawaiian roll, and you said, yeah, that's it, then I'm nervous for this album. I really am. But, uh, and that's my take, man. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not offended by it or anything. I grew up on those kind of lyrics. But I've heard it before, and I've heard it better. I'm not impressed. That's it. That was my take. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Great beat, mediocre lyrics. Okay. Sum it up. I'm listening, man. Let me tell you this. Are you ready for this take? I am. Ahem. I want to make sure you can hear me good. I can hear you. Excellent. Uh, we are not as different as you think we are, sir. Okay. Okay. I like that. Uh, here's here's. Uh, let me start with the positive. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the positive, then I'm gonna hit you with some negatives, and then I'm gonna ha- end with the positive. We call that in my line of work the sandwich method. I like that. The sandwich okay. method. Yeah, yeah. Like a little that. little positive, little negative, little positive, so you don't end off on a negative, right? So it's called Got the you. sandwich method. Also, I like sandwiches, so that's a thing. Yes. Uh, too. First and foremost, love the beat. Oh man. The beat is yeah. right up our alley from our era. It is uh it sounded good in my phone. One of the things we talked about is we've listened to stuff before, but it's gotta pass the car test. The right. beat absolutely right. passes the car test. Uh, when you're riding down the road and you're just slumping, if you will. Yes, sir. Uh, that's the positive on the top. That's the top piece of bread. And let me hit you with some neggies. Okay. Too short. My problem with too short is and has been for the last 10 years. I already know what he's going to say. Right. He has just recycling lyrics for the most part. And that's, it is what it is. So you like too short. You're going to get some slumping beats. Every now and then he might pop out something where you go, oh, all right. But for the most part, you know what you're getting. Right. Uh, Negative number two. Okay. I think lyrically, 
probably Snoop Dogg is the best of the four. Okay. Currently. Yeah. And recently. And I feel like he had the shortest verse. He did. They didn't even break for the hook. Like he, his first stops and two short comes right in. Like they sandwiched, if you want to use the sandwich metaphor again, sandwiched those two guys together because both their verses were a little on the shorter side. Um, yeah. Snoop starts off rough, and then when he gets going into the line about his tags are clean and the candy dripping paint, and it gets better, and then he stops. You're absolutely right. So he would have had the best verse if he would have kept going. But I still got to give it to 40 because short. Uh, you're right, it's too short. E40, very similar to Too Short. And I've talked about how E40 for the longest time was my number one. Right. He was, I w- you, we've talked about this for the longest time. I was the 40 guy. Right. I know what he's going to say most of the time. Right. Or at some point, I know where the rhyme scheme's going. Right. I understand you've been doing this for 30 years. At some point, you're just going to be naturally say these things. Right. That being said, of the shit, he had the best verse. And yeah. I don't think it's close. No, you're absolutely, it's not. He, he was talking big boy talk, like boss talk, like about running his businesses and how he wears many hats and how he's got a lot of different flavors and he brings it all. It wasn't until, like I said, the very end when all of a sudden he says she's got her legs up like a goalpost and, and an ass off as a Hawaiian roll. Whoa! You just took a like a left turn there, dude, and and, lo- and derailed. But that's like the last line in the song. Like up until that point, it's just his big baller boss talk. He's the boss. He's the CEO. Uh, the, the line about I wear many, you know, people ask what I do for a live. I wear many hats kind of like lids like you know that's clever. rapper's that's, discretion yeah but it's clever you know i i give him that because it's 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 clever like so yeah man i totally agree part of clever clever is making uh, an effort right right and and that's what it is a lot of this was just lazy to me like there was no effort like to rhyme hooker with hooker you know that's that's like one of my biggest rapper faux pas ever don't ever take a word and rhyme it with another word Unless those words have two different meanings. And my final negative, sir. Yeah. I'm officially done. Uh Uh-huh. With Ice Cube. Yeah. Because he has been nothing but disappointing for a decade. Right. Like, and he just is getting worse. I don't know if he shot his wad in his first four or five albums and you know when he was younger and he just can't do it now i don't know if he's capable and just doesn't give a shit right i don't know if he's just doing it to cash checks right all i know is now he is in the too short category i know what he's saying before he's gonna say it and the second he said big booty hooker i knew i would have bet all of my money he was going to say TJ Hooker in that fucking verse because he's done it four or five times. Yeah, I just... I knew it was coming. That was horrible. I was literally listening to it and he was like, TJ Hooker. I said, there it is. Yeah, that was awful. And I understand it and I know that Ice Cube is a goat to you and he was the goat back in the day and he was like unbelievable, right? And we just kept waiting and kept waiting like because we see these guys that are continuing their careers and still being good and creative and productive and and right yeah and he just hasn't no, I, no he yeah. has not had anything in the last 10 years there's, that i can think one of good song on that last album that's it and Literally if you're one you know and, and 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 i just look at there's some guys that when they get to this age like they're just done and yeah. people are gonna listen because it's cube Right, and there's a probably a a million Legion uh, Ice Cube Legion fans who think that this verse is great and they love to hear it and it's slapping and they're rocking around, you know, and their Impala's bumping it and they're talking about Cube, but it's just not good. No, absolutely not. And that that's the thing. I would say that for probably all these guys, none of these guys are getting radio play anymore. Like none of them have hits. Like Snoop Dogg might have a song that streams well and a video that does well. Uh, big subwoofers 
number two on the charts. I read somewhere. Cato shared it. Number two on the charts, not on the radio. And that's because E40's got his legion of diehard fans. Snoop has a legion of diehard fans. Too Short has a legion of diehard fans. And Cube has a legion of diehard fans. You throw all those fans together, sure, some of them commingle and mix. Some of them don't. So there's E40 fans that will just bump that track for E40. And vice versa, Cube fans who are just bumping it for Cube that might think Too Short's bullshit, you know, but they're all going to step in and listen. So it's number two on the charts. But no radio play. No, this isn't going to be flying off the shelves somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, those, those years have passed all these guys. They're legends. They're icons in the game. Uh, respected. OGs. But not, no longer um, moving the needle as far. And I don't care about that, but I'm just saying. I, it's not what makes me listen to music. But I, I, they're not going to move that needle anymore like where people are going to go out and have to buy it. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, uh, I've told you this before. I will never write off Ice Cube. I will always listen to the day I die, probably, as long as he keeps putting out music. And even though I know, like you said, you know what's coming, it probably won't be good. I will always give him the benefit of the doubt, which I'll always do it for Eminem, always do it for a lot of these artists who have disappointed me now forever. If you can give me three or four classics, I'm going to always give you that one or two listens, a quick, Billy A, you know, the skip through, hey, you know. It, and I and look, I'm not holding that against you because I'm the same way. Yeah. I continue to check on Too Short. Right. I Me was, too. before I was the 40 guy, I was the Too Short guy. Me too. Right? Absolutely. Back at, you know, when we when we were, uh, when we were Thunder and Heard. Yes. We were Too Short in it. We, oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And like I said, uh, probably 1991, DJ Billy A from 1990 or 91 would have absolutely loved this song because these lines might have been different, might have been funnier to me or more new, more fresh sounding. Now they just sound very recycled and outdated. And also, let's be honest, I'm 40. I just turned 47. Happy I've birthday. Got Thank you. I've got a, I've got a daughter. I've got a stepdaughter. I've got a wife. I've got two sons. I, I've, I, I think I've, I know, not, I don't want to say I think I have. I know I've matured a lot since 1990. So some of these lines just don't hit for me because I'm, I don't want to say I'm above it. I, I'm not offended. It's just not what I go for anymore. You know what we're listening to now. We're listening to Greaves. We're listening to Atmosphere. We're listening to Locksmith. We're listening to Murs. These guys are talking about issues, life, love, depression. You're listening to uh, who's the guy on Strange that you love? King Iso. Dealing with depression. Uh, Jelly Roll talks about substance abuse, depression. We're listening to music that's more mature, that's dealing with real life issues. Bill, hear me out, though, for one second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Big booty hookers. Yes. You know what I mean? We gonna talk about yeah. suicide or big booty hookers? What's easier? No, I'm just saying, like, look at the difference of what you're talking about, right? Right. Like, I was no. joking, like, you're talking about all these serious real-life things, dad stuff. Atmosphere has a song where you think he's talking about a girl, but he's really talking about how much he misses his dad. All of these things that are, like, meaningful, like, deep lyrics. And this guy, these guys are like, big booty hookers, what's my favorite word? And I get it. We grew yeah. up on that stuff. But, and it's cool, like, like, I would, like, if that came on and we were out back tossing cornhole, I'd be cool with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of thing. But, like, I'm not shooting this to, like, listen, you need to get into hip-hop, and this is why. Absolutely. No, you're not. Absolutely no, I mean, not. And neither would I. And, and this is not what I'm checking for anymore. Like, right. It seems lazy and easy, especially when I know all these guys... That's why I sent you. I sent you the uh, the Mount Westmore track that came out six months ago called Stepchild, and I said revisit this before we record because that's what those guys are capable of. I love. I don't like. I love that song. That's the song I would shoot to someone and say, you want to know what these dudes are about? You want to know why I'm checking for Mount Westmore? 
It's this track. Stepchild is about racial divide and the problems between black and white and society. Cube was more about that. Ice Cube was not big booty hooker bitches and hoes and I'm up in it like a booger. Ice Cube was fuck the police and and, uh, aggression and and anti-government and talking about the race riots and, and life in L.A. Like, so to me, this is a step backwards, not so much for too short. And, you know, Snoop just did kind of what Snoop always does, like talks about being a pimp and rolling in this ride. Like, yeah, not 40 talked about being a boss. I don't feel like they took step that many steps back. They kind of stayed in their lane. For me, for Cube, massive step backwards. But quality wise, the same shit he's been doing, like you said, now for the last 10 years, we haven't gotten really good good anything good from Cube. And realistically, it's probably longer than 10 years. Yeah, probably. I've lost track. And, and so, like, to me, that's the thing. Like, Whatever Laugh Now, Cry Later was, that's the last really good Ice Cube album. Right. right. And so, like, that's Not what I'm talking That's what I'm talking about. Like, and, and it sucks, and it's 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 mind blowing for me to think that. But Ice Cube and Too Short are in the same category. No, they haven't yeah. done anything in 15 years. E40 has done several things that we have liked a lot in the last decade. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, not not full albums that are like you know. 18 bomb tracks, but he has tons of stuff that's come out. We're like, okay, that's banging, that's slapping. I like if that. If 40 wouldn't release 40 songs at one time, he could probably give us a, a 15 track bomb album. Right. But you gotta find it. So, and, and Snoop Dogg has done tons of things in the last 10 years that we like a lot of. Oh, his last album was great and it was short. Yeah. So, and so, I wanna thank, and his album before that, I wanna thank me. I had on my best albums of the year list. So Snoop has not Snoop has had a resurgence for me. He, he is talking about more deep subject matters and trying to change it up a bit. Like he hasn't stayed in this cheesy lane. He's he's grown. Like and I feel like Ice Cube, out of all of them, is taking more of a step backward. Like I'm like right now more than ever, we need political cube. I don't understand. Like with what we just came off of the last four years with Donald Trump, regardless of how you feel or what's happening right now in, in, in race relations and with the president, with Black Lives Matter or whatever. Like, where's that cube? That's the cube we need. Like, I don't know, man. It just, it makes zero sense to me to like talk about gangster shit when like, and hoes, when I know that's not who you are, cube. Like that was back in 88 when you did it. I didn't know, you know, but now I know who you are, dude. And, you can do better. Well, and, and and we're agreeing, but also disagreeing a little, and that's okay. I feel like this isn't a step back from Q because he's been stepped back. And I, you I, know. I guess, I guess, yeah, lyric quality wise, it's it's been like this forever. I guess content wise, like just talking about bitches and hoes. On his last album, he tried to talk political. It just sounded forced. So it was like I was like, okay, he's trying, but. It's still garbage. Like the last album had a lot of like uh, political type aspects. Like he was really shooting for swinging for the fences on the last album. Remember the song uh, "Impeach the President"? Mm-hmm. And there were several others like that on the album, but it wasn't good. Still, the, the lyrical quality wasn't there. It felt forced. It felt fake. So my main problem with this, and with that, at least I was like, all right, well he's trying. He's trying to talk about real shit. Like, had that, had on Impeach the President, if he would have said Big Booty Hooker, I probably wouldn't even have finished the song. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, like this is just worse to me than his worst. And it's been bad for a while. Trump yeah, thinks he's a looker, Big Booty Hooker, hanging out with whites like TJ Hooker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's, I can do bad. it too, Cube. It's bad on top of bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's levels to the bad, and he, he took it to another level. He's been bad. But he just upped the bad level. And that hurts for me to say, because one of the reasons I perform and do what I do and write rhymes is that man. Him, LL Cool J, Run DMC. I'm so heavily influenced, and I just respect that guy on so many other levels. What he's done with the big three, what he's done in Hollywood. Um, You know, I can't say enough about Ice Cube, but musically, you're absolutely right. Trash for a long time. Can you ask me if I agree with your take? Yes, do you agree with my take? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> so yeah, it sucks, man, because I wanted to. Uh, there's a lot of hype for this track. Um, I wanted to love this track. All right, so we, we got and got sidetracked. You didn't let me finish my sandwich. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go for it. And here's my bottom piece of bread. My final positive for the Mount Westmore, right? Yes. Is that I told you I was done caring because this got dropped in January or whatever, and we hadn't heard anything all year. Well, that one track that I sent you was six months ago. Right. So I think the announcement was around six or seven months ago. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Oh, man, hold on. All right. No, go for it. I'm cool. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, they announced Mount Westmore. I thought it was November. Right. I thought that the short, uh, the short 40 battle was November. I could be wrong, but yeah, it was it was a long time ago. Regardless, right. was supposed to drop in the whole album was supposed to come out in June. So that was the rumor. So the bottom line is this: is that I already told you I was done. I was checked out. Right. Yeah. Yes. After this song, all I'm hoping for is one good track. Yes. Give me one good track and I'll be happy. We know Dre is involved with one. So there's bound to be one. Now let's hope it isn't just Dre rapping on it. I'm hoping that he produced. No one's really saying. But regardless, I, they're capable of it. So I'll be shocked if there aren't a couple that I'm like, all right, that one goes hard. I'm sure there'll be a couple. But I'm not anticipating loving this album. If this is the best they have to offer, if this is their kickoff, this is the one that they all thought, yeah, let's give them this first. That's pretty pathetic, man. That's pretty pathetic from these legends. Like, I'm highly, highly, highly disappointed in them. I know there's a better track on this album, a better representation of this album than this song. They just went for beats. They went for a vibe is what they did. I really think that's what it boiled down to. Got it. Uh, so that's where we're at. Uh, it, the, the expectations are not high. No. And uh, I'm more excited now for Snoop's Def Jam album, the right. Algorithm album, which drops the same day as the Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars album, uh, Silk Sonic. Those are both dropping on the same day in November. So that's my early Christmas that day. I'm more excited now for those. So let me ask you this. Yeah. I got one more thing, but then let me ask you yeah. this. You said you came up with a list. Is I the did. list is going to inspire a long discussion? No. Or is no. it going to give me something to think about? Something to think about. This is not a long discussion. This is more of an I'm sorry to a listener. Okay, so here, here's what I'll drop. I'm going to drop my one more thing. Yep, do it. One quick shout out. You'll drop yep. your list, and then we'll yep. check up on out of here. Cool. I got birthday stuff to get ready for. Yes, sir. Yes, Hello. Yes. Savage Old Mally ain't a damn thing changed. That's right. First, you said uh, Big Subwoofer was number two. Yes. Do you know what number one was? Uh, when I looked, when Kato shared it, it's a song I've never heard of. I've never heard of it. It was a weird, some weird. Oh, so it wasn't on. Uh, what 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 was it on? I don't know what Kato carried Kato did like a screenshot that one was number two and it was some track i'd never heard of and somebody said have you ever heard of that song what the fuck is that and kato just laughed said i don't know i don't know what it was but what do you got oh i was gonna tell you that uh the number one track in rap for multiple weeks was the tech nine song with king iso joey cool and the rock oh there that's a great song i i really enjoyed that song uh, is really good, and uh, I don't know why I was like really worried The Rock was gonna embarrass himself, but The Rock doesn't embarrass himself. He, he never does. He swears that was one take too. That's impressive. I'll get. Give well, I will say this: I I'm not gonna to call him a liar. First of all, no, <laughs> not you. See that video? Good God, damn! He looks like the Hulk. Dude. Second of all. This guy's been acting and reading scripts and acting and wrestling and off the cuff. Like, I don't doubt at all that for a second that, that was one take. Yeah, it's just first time in the booth, and that's a pretty up-tempo number. It's, it's pretty impressive, though. Right. I mean, he's not a rapper, you know? I don't think he's ever rapped before. So, yeah, it's impressive. 
but yeah, I enjoy the track. I, th- that track deserves to be number one. I, yep. I, all more power to him. I, that is a get hyped, get pumped up, yep. high energy, great song. All right, so here's the thing. I had one more thing, but I'm gonna wait because I want to expand a little bit. I don't want to. I don't want to give not give it the just do. I will remember. I wrote it down right now. So okay. why don't you hit us with your list, or your your list thing before you get out of here, and then I will. Oh uh... yeah, yeah. I, I felt horrible that we had uh, a listener. You had a listener reach out to you that asked us to do our top ten movies, and I feel horrible. Number one, because we don't remember who that listener was um, to this day. You and I, neither one of us can remember who asked you to do that. But secondly, it's such a difficult task that we couldn't do it. So I had said that I was gonna, in a tribute to this listener. I was going to figure out a way to put together a top 10 movie list that would be easier, reflect my feelings, but without being impossible. Reflect my love for movies without being impossible. So what I did was DJ Billier's top 10 movies that I've seen more than once in the theater. Because there's not a lot. So this was an easy list for me. Now, these aren't necessarily my favorite movies of all time. Some of them might be. Uh, These are just movies that I saw more than once in the theater, paid my hard-earned money for a ticket, more than one time, sat my ass in the theater with popcorn and a soda and watched. And I ranked them from number 10 being the least important to number one being the most. So here we go, DJ Billier's top 10 movies that I saw in the theater more than one time. Number 10. I'm dropping the, I'm dropping the bed music for you, there you go. Sorry. All right, number 10, Blade, saw it twice. Uh, number nine, Shanghai Noon. Saw that one twice. Jackie Chan, Owen Wilson. Number eight. One that's going to hit home for you. A personal favorite I know of yours. And I know that you've seen multiple times as well. Pirates of the Caribbean. Saw that one twice. Second time with my homie, Jesse Higgins. Six times here. Six times. That's super impressive. Number seven. Rush Hour. Which I wrote down twice, but it could have possibly been three times. Love Chris Tucker. Love Jackie Chan. That's the second time Jackie Chan's made my list. Uh, number six, The Jim Carrey Vehicle, one of my probably favorite movies of all time, comedies. Liar, Liar. Uh, number five, Tommy Boy. I mean, come on. It doesn't get much better than that movie. It's one of my favorites. Chris Farley. Number four, another time Jim Carrey hits the list, Dumb and Dumber. Three times in the theater for Dumb and Dumber. I uh, love that movie. Uh, number three, Friday. Also saw Friday three times. Never seen a hip-hop movie that dealt with the hood, that dealt with comedy. Blew my mind. Again, Chris Tucker was a phenomenon. Three times in the theater. That was number three. Number two, Endgame. I only saw it twice in the theater, but I saw it back to back. I went on a Saturday and then went back on a Sunday. Never done that for any movie back to back like that. Uh, and could have probably seen it a third time, didn't, but easily could have. And number one, I put a question mark by this one because I'm not sure how many times as a kid I saw it in the theater, Star Wars. The original Star Wars, it dropped in 1976, um, and before VCRs, you just had to go to the theater and watch it. So every year they would re-release it, and you would go to the theater as a kid and watch it so I could have seen it two times, could have seen it three, could have seen it five. I don't remember because I was so little. But that movie just had such a crazy effect on my childhood. I, you know, dressed like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and had Star Wars toys. And so that's it. DJ Billier's top 10 movies that I've seen in the theater more than once. Dedicated to our listener who asked us to do a top 10 movie list. I am so sorry. That was for you. Whoever you are. Whoever you are out there. <laughs> Yeah, you so, wish I, will, I hope they chime up. It's one of your people. It's one of your people, dude. Oh my I peeps! They, I hope they listen and come back and tell you because I'm feeling bad. So it was one of my peeps. Yeah, you were the one who told me. Somebody asked us. Somebody reached out to you and asked us to do a top ten favorite movies, and you and I were both like, "Shit, that's impossible." Of all time, all the movies. Let me hit them with this then. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> So there it is. That's my top 10 list of movies I've seen multiple times in the theater. Well, I'll try to think about mine-ish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll that, was, that was a lot easier. That was a good, easy way to do it. It hit me in the car one day. I'm like, I could do that. They may not necessarily be my favorites. There's one movie that didn't even make the list 
because I'm like, ah, you know, I saw that twice, but it was just a fluke. I didn't really like that movie. Batman Returns. Uh. Love the original Batman with Michael Keaton, the Joker, Jack Nicholson. Batman Returns with Danny DeVito as the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Uh-huh. Didn't really love it, but somehow I ended up seeing it in the theaters twice with a friend and then with my family or something. But I started to put it on my list. I go, nah, I'm not gonna put it on there because I didn't really like it, so I left it off. All right, man. Well, there's the list. Uh, you continue to feel better. Uh, hopefully, you. Uh, you know uh, we're probably gonna have to have one more, uh, one more over the fu- over the uh, the FaceTime, and then in a couple weeks we can maybe get back to business. Yeah, I'm quarantined all the way through Sunday, so yeah. Don't bring that Rona up in here. No, we'll do one more, Um, and then, yeah, we'll be back to normal, hopefully. All right, my man, get us out of here. All right, man, hey, and you enjoy your birthday tomorrow. I'm Oh, feliz cumpleaños a ti! Yes, sir! All right, man, in the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people, and until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Go, savage, go, savage, go! Go, savage. Go, savage. Go. It's your birthday. Hello. Peace.